you don't just live in your home, you live in your neighborhood as well. So when you're shopping for a home, you want to know as much about the area around it as possible. Luckily, Homes.com has got you covered. Each listing features a comprehensive neighborhood guide from local experts. Everything you'd ever want to know about a neighborhood, including the number of homes for sale, transportation, local amenities, cultural attractions, unique qualities, and even things like median lot size and a noise score. Homes.com. We've done your homework. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Welcome to Why I'm Voting, a production of iHeartRadio. Listen, you already know this, but it's an election year. You might already be tired of hearing about it, but here's the thing. Democracy doesn't work without you. I'm Holly Fry, and I'm sitting down with many of my fellow podcasters from Will Ferrell to Stephanie Rule, as well as other luminaries to find out about their relationships with the ballot box, and ultimately, just to find out why they vote. I hope you're exercising your right to vote. And if you're not, I hope that their stories inspire you. Today on Why I'm Voting, I have the extraordinary pleasure of being joined by the absolutely spectacular Michelle Williams. You know her as a singer from Destiny's Child, as well as a solo performer. She's also a songwriter. She is also an actress of stage and screen. It's a little bit overwhelming how much talent can come out of one person. But more importantly, she is also a voter. And I absolutely am delighted because she is someone whose work I have admired for a long time. She has one of the most luscious voices you could ever, ever hope to hear. And Michelle, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Thank you so much, Holly. I'm like, now I don't plan on dying for about 80 years, right? So that means you have to be around because I was like, that was a good, like she could have eulogized me with that. My directive is just to be around long enough to make sure. And I hope that I'm like 150, doddering up, ready to do it. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, yes. So what's going on today, girl? Well, I wanted to ask you first, if you remember when you learned about what voting was, that it was something you were going to have to do one day, and like how you came to that knowledge. Well, I learned about voting officially, I think, like in high school, when you you take government, you know, junior or senior year of high school. But I had the pleasure beforehand seeing my mom or my grandparents vote. You know, we'd have to sit in the car, but I remember we'd always drive up to the 
VFW or the Elks Lodges or some type of bingo community center where one of the polling places was set up and they'd go in and they would vote. I can't recall if I ever went into the polling place with my grandmother. They might have allowed us in there. I can't recall, but I just remember older ladies always greeting you at the door. They were just very nice, very sweet. And I said they usually make sloppy joes or potato salad or something because they always have to be at the polling place all those hours <laughs> to eat. So they'd always be talking about, you know, something fresh that they made. And so I was like, man, when I get older, I want to go vote just so I can go get a sloppy joe. <laughs> then when you get older, you're like, oh, voting is not so you can go get a sloppy joe. And the sloppy joes were not for the voters. They were for the <laughs> volunteers that work at the polling place. So that's where I kind of had my first experience of seeing people vote and how long the lines would be. I think the first time I voted, it had to be by absentee ballot because Destiny's Child, we were on the road working, promoting albums and touring. And I remember that vote had to be by absentee ballot. And so that was cool. And then I just remember being able to walk into a, a polling place myself back um, in the Illinois area where I was born and raised and knowing what people sacrificed to do so that black people could vote so that even women could vote. You know what I mean? And so Holly, you and I have talked before about the life of John Lewis, right? And how he gave us marching orders before he passed away in that amazing essay he had the New York Times to publish. Even on his deathbed, he was concerned about what the folks left behind were going to be doing. And so I was like, I owe it to John Lewis. I owe it to my grandmother, who I was had the pleasure, you know, seeing her go vote. So I, I have a duty to let my voice be heard. And if people feel like, okay, well, my voice isn't big enough. My platform isn't big enough. Your vote is big enough. How about that? Yeah, John Lewis, as you know, I live in Atlanta, so he is a hometown hero. I had to read that New York Times piece one paragraph at a time because I kept getting completely overcome and having to walk away from it to collect myself because he's amazing. He even says something similar to what Martin Luther King Jr. said, I might not get there with you. Yeah. I was blown away. And then to be honest with you, a part of me got nervous when John Lewis passed away. I know this podcast isn't about Representative Lewis. It is about voting, but he's a part of why we vote um, and how we can vote. I got nervous when he passed away because it's yeah. like, he's a general. And I'm like, oh my gosh, all of our elders in the area of just social justice and equality, they're leaving us. Exactly. And it's like, Okay, don't be nervous. Step up. I love that you described that essay as marching orders because it is. It's so inspiring so that knowing that we will not have this amazing voice in present time, we will still have all of his work and the the things that he wrote and said. But it, it is a good thing. Like, we're the next people that have to carry on his work. Because he was a representative, you know, we talked a lot on the show about local elections and those senatorial elections, but even way down the ballot, you know, people who are like your county commissioner and your local mayor, et cetera. Those are all really important local races. I know you vote in those races. 
So I wanted to know how you do your research so that you make sure when it is time to mail in that vote or to cast that ballot at a voting place that you know that you're selecting the people that best represent your ideals. Well, I'm a cornball. So the other day I happened to be driving around in the Atlanta area and Holly Oh, I was going to get donut <laughs> and I see these signs, these yard signs, and they're telling people who to vote for, you know, vote for so-and-so, for comptroller, for county circuit clerk, for sheriffs and all this and all that. And how many years have we just drove past those yard signs and a lot of people do not vote in those local elections, Right. Then when you have something massive or tragic that happens in your city, you don't have nobody fighting for you that probably looks like you, that probably cares about the same things you care about because you overlooked that local election. Because when I was growing up, the mayoral election and the presidential elections were the real highly publicized type elections. Your local elections, you you see yard signs and you might see a few commercials, but you just don't think it matters, you know, where you don't know the sheriff and the mayor. All of those people are appointed and those are the people that nine times out of 10 right now in this era, that's who we're mad at right now. So it's kind of like we're mad, but did we vote? And so it's almost Googling those people you know, take screenshots of those signs, park your car on a safe place, you know, because there's sometimes they're along the side of the road in the Atlanta area. And also, too, when you get to the polling place, there are the descriptions of every person listed. But I'd rather have a idea of who's already listed so I don't get to the polling place and be like, oh, well, they seem cool. Let me check their, you know but really get their history. I love the idea of stopping and taking a picture of a a road sign. It's not going to stick in my brain if I try to remember their name, but that way, got a record, easy to look up later. I love it. You do have to know, you know, what's going on because like right now, in my hometown of Rockford, Illinois, they're mad at the police chief. They are mad at him right now. So it's like whenever this next election comes around, you know, if I'm not mistaken, I think the mayor selects who the police chief is going to be. I remember working with my local state representative um, in my hometown, and he was so cool. I would do Habitat for Humanity house renovating with him. So it's kind of like, who's out in your community? You know what I mean? And so I just wanted us to know who we should be mad at. I love it, though. It's a good civics lesson because it's easy to forget how that hierarchy works. Not only is it easy to forget how many people were today years old when you found out that the mayor or another local government official usually appoints the chief of police. Right. Y'all just think that the police chief got promoted by the highest ranking police officer in that department. No, They're elected by mayor or government officials. So I just want us to know that those local county elections are very important. Almost, I mean, before you even start talking about national elections or whatever, it's important to vote in the local because it's like, okay, these are the people that keep our house in order, our city in order. Yeah, the results of those elections, we feel a lot more than people really give them credit for. There is always this issue where some people feel like an election 
uh, result is a foregone conclusion. Like, I know how this is going to turn out, so I'm not even going to bother to vote. I'm sleeping in or like I'm not going to take off of work early. What are your thoughts on not voting in an election where you think it's already a done deal? Sis, bro, let's not have that attitude this time around. Like, let's not have that attitude this time around. I take pride, okay? I want my sticker that says I voted. And I also want to talk to those little old ladies. (laughs) But do not sit at home. Because if you sit at home and I'm in conversation with you and you start fussing about what's going on, I'm going to ask you, did you vote? And if you say no, I'm smacking you in your throat. (laughs) I'm nonviolent. But that's called, that's a good throat, a chop, what they call it, a throat chop, a throat. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. I don't want to hear it. Yeah. It's kind of like if I'm venting to someone and they're like, well, did you talk to them yet? And I say, no. They're going to be like, well, shut up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So sh- it's like, l- let's show up. Let's show up. I'm admiring those who are fearless, who are on the front lines. Who are protesting those on the front line let's make our voices be heard at the polling places as well or if you feel like you can't get out physically protesting and making your voice heard please i'm telling you go vote and people say well they're gonna rig the process blah 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 i don't know what they're gonna do with my vote i just know that i'm gonna vote You know what I mean? And I know um, in Atlanta, you know, Holly, you know, living there, how the last election of the primary election, a few places, the polling machines weren't working well or it was all kind of excuses because there are some people who are really afraid of what this generation of voters can really do. You know, and so there are some people who are going to try to make sure half the machines don't work. But don't let that keep you home. Don't make that because it does matter. Your, your, your voice does matter. So come election day, what is that day going to look like for you? Are you going to watch the returns all day long or are you going to take me time away from the news and maybe check in later? Or do you just go get a delicious sloppy joe and potato salad in reminiscence of all those old school poll workers? It's, a spot that, it's called Donut Dolly's. So y'all know I like my donuts. (laughs) I don't know. You get the news apps that are always sending the alerts to your phone. So it's not like I'm not going to know, you know, what's going on. So I do want to know. Trust me. I think this will probably be one of the most highly televised nights in election history. Yeah. I want to speak to those that are discouraged. Feeling like no one wants to listen to what I have to say or... I'm just going to stay home because they don't care about black people. I'm not going to vote. They don't care about me. People feeling like, you know, you're overlooked because you're in a low income area. When you look on the news and you see everything going on every day, I get it. It does seem discouraging. And but I do feel like what we don't do now, we will feel it five or 10 years from now. You know, so while we sit at home and say we don't vote. They know what population and which part of town who's not voting. There are certain people who are up for election. They won't even go on certain sides of town because they say these folks in this side of town, they don't vote anyway. So we're not going to waste our sweat to even go on that side of town because they don't vote anyway. 
So your side of town probably won't get things that you need. Yeah. I want to just thank you from the bottom of my heart. It is such a delight to talk to you. Let's do this again since we live in the same area. We're going to go to Donut Dolly's together. Now listen. I'm not advocating high blood sugar. (laughs) Please consult your local physician. Hey, are you not registered to vote yet, but you think it's something you want to do? You may still have time. Voter registration deadlines vary by state, so to find out the scoop for where you are, check out a nonpartisan registration voting site like headcount.org or fairvote.org. Why I'm Voting is an iHeartRadio production. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever it is you listen to your favorite shows.